Hello and welcome to Justine Gore's Metaphysical Podcast. 10 minutes of bite-sized esoteric musings to get you thinking. I'm here with fellow healer Christian. Hi. And we just invite you to get a cup of tea and just imagine you're sitting down in a front room with us. And today um, we're going to talk about sort of the the changing of dates and the kind of replications between um, various traditions, namely paganism and Christianity. Um, the conversation de- today was brought about by me thinking how my my dreams were on November the 6th at the moment. We've just passed through fireworks night and how my my dreams have been really crazy at the moment and um, how we just had a Samhain celebration, Samhain celebration uh, in line with Halloween the 31st because that seems to be a date that people more actually seem to reflect with that time but in fact um, it's more now that some people think Samhain originally um, was held and so it's it's a really interesting concept to work out why that has happened. Over to you, Christian, with what you were just talking about. I really like that um, story. Maybe firstly, um, on the on the shift of dates, obviously the the church introduced the Gregorian calendar somewhere in the medieval ages, and that shifted everything by a few days. So therefore, Christmas or year uh, or year end is no longer around solstice and so on and so forth. And obviously things like Samhain or, or Imbolc and all these festivals, when you look at it, they are normally the midpoint between the equinoxes and the solstices. So you, mm. you can calculate for yourself when in each year it will fall. Um, but yeah, you will see it's always a bit shifted now from the days when it's in a calendar, when it should be there. And yeah, the story I was telling is um, in many ways the church just replicated old pagan hist- um, traditional rituals and so on and just incorporated it into their own into their own um, type of lithology and so on. So for example um, in Germany all saints and all souls are two very high holidays in the in the Catholic Church calendar which is around the time of, of Samhain. So the first, first of November I think all saints and then all souls is the following weekend. And especially for all, um, not all souls is the first and then all saints is the next one. And for all souls, so 1st of November, traditionally in Catholic areas, everybody will be out in the cemetery and, and clean up the graves of their ancestors, make everything nice. And if there is a spot or a leaf, basically you are done in the, in the village. So everything must be pristine. And then they have these long burning candles um, in, a, in a glass case that burn for for days so when you walk past the cemetery in the evening it's just a, a field of lights and obviously you have here quite a lot of elements from Samhain you have the, the bonfire you have the tending towards the ancestors and so on and so forth and mm. here in the UK um, you have Guy Fawkes Day where you also Guy Fawkes yeah. Guy Fawkes where you also have a, a big fire a bonfire and so on and so forth and it, it's replicated with something that's that's uh, more to do with um, a religious element to it, which kind of takes over the old 
memory or tradition of obviously what the the pagan meaning behind it was so it eventually gets forgotten well forgotten not by all but there seems to be a bit of a resurgence which is nice to see yeah i mean when you look at the old history records of of samarine in ireland so there was a big bonfire that was lit by the druids in in tara and from there all the bonfires in the land were lighted as soon as they saw it and basically the starting point of christianization was when saint patrick lit his bonfire faster than the druids so the bonfire on on Samain had quite a strong symbolic and I think across in Scotland, here in England, you had a lot of bonfire traditions. Mm. And I think they couldn't be eradicated. So therefore, they thought, okay, what else can we do? So why would you celebrate a plot to burn up parliament? I mean, yeah, okay, nowadays, when you look at the politicians, probably a lot of people would like that. But it doesn't really make sense for three centuries to to celebrate a uh, failed um, terror attack, basically. Yeah, exactly. But... Nobody really understand the old meaning. Though you replaced the meaning, so you kept the, you kept basically the ritual setting, but you, um, changed the meaning, mm. and the meaning over time then gets diluted and forgotten, and now you have something completely empty, and and more or less commercial. Mm. And it's it's slightly off topic, but it's the same as um, uh, churches etc. being built over old, um pagan sites and sort of places where there were known to be spiritual gatherings and ley lines etc you would have quite often churches um, built on those places instead so it was never about not believing in the the sort of uh, power isn't quite the right word but the 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 practices worked and they worked for a reason and there was something there to be worked with it was more about sort of overthrowing it and trying to make it theirs with a different kind of cover. And it's still going on. So there was an article, I think, two years ago in one of the Catholic newspapers, I think Vatican, Vatican News or something like that. Um, basically, the Pope declared that ancestor um, celebration and veneration is quite a good Christian practice. To give a bit of background here, the church of the um, is going all over the world, and especially in in I think it was Vietnam. It was one of the Vietnam or Cambodia. There was a very strong ancestor veneration cult, and for decades the church basically said that's not good. That's devil practice. But they couldn't, they couldn't really crack it. So now the Pope declared specifically there that ancestor veneration is a very good Christian practice, and in fact honor their ancestors or their father and their mother as part of the Ten Commandments. And it's very good Christian practice. It should be done. You should have an altar for your ancestors. The only thing is the altar for your ancestors should be a bit lower on the wall than the altar for God. Mm. So you already see how they now start to incorporate, which they, they first try to, to ban it. And if they can't do, they try to assimilate it and make clear that it was always a good practice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really interesting that and it's um i don't know it gives you kind of uh that that feeling of you know just wanting to work with it more and more and and sort of bring it more out into the into the public eye and that feeling not of doing something that's weird and sort of j 
just woo-woo or not authentic or real, more myth and uh, mythology. Yeah, but it also shows you basically the new religion that is violently introduced, and that's consumerism. Mm. So in the old days, you had something like the winter solstice, a big celebration there, and all the, the events that going around that. That was replaced with Christmas, so you had at the same time. And now Christmas is all about shopping, about gifts, about yeah. the big tree. So it's again, there is a new replacement. The, the Christians replaced the old pagan ones, and now the big companies are replacing the Christian holidays with sort of um, consumer stuff. St. Valentine's is another thing. It was never really a big holiday. No. Now with the industry, it's all coming up and gifts and so on and so forth. So well, even with, with Halloween, I mean, it's hugely commercial, yeah. massively commercial. And with things like summer solstices, yes, we have, uh, we have festivals, but how many of those festivals are based around commercialism? Yeah. It's all, it's all, all about money-making. And yeah, we, all, we have to live and whatever but there does tend to lose the essence the balance isn't there with uh, between the commercialism versus the the real sort of meaning of ritual and dedication it's just one step away further from the meaning isn't it i mean the church the old pagan religion was very much nature-based then yeah. christianity took you away from that nature-based into into something where you need a priest to translate something because you don't, you're not in direct contact with the source. You need a priest, and you need and a now, church. And now you have a company that's even further removed from any type of spirituality. Now it's basically I don't know a big chocolate company telling you what type of chocolate you need. Otherwise, your Christmas isn't worth it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's food for thought. Hopefully, it's given you something to think about. And maybe if you're interested to investigate the the uh, times of the various times of the year and how they've been sort of squashed and taken over and put under a different brand name. Um, thank you for joining us and we'll see you again in a few weeks. Bye. Bye.